Hey guys, it's Keith and welcome to Conversations with a Calvinist. Today we're going to be doing something I've never done before, but I've always wanted to. I'm going to be making a reaction video to a movie that I've never seen. Now, the reason why I've chosen today's movie is it was actually recommended to me by a friend on Twitter. Thanks, Vince, for recommending this movie. Back a few months ago, we did a Conversations with a Calvinist where we asked are there any good Christian movies and are Christian movies good? Well, when I put that out on Twitter, several people said, you need to see Nefarious. Nefarious is the greatest Christian movie ever made. And Vince specifically sent me a message and said, you need to review this movie. So today I'm going to be watching this movie. I'm going to be having my reactions as part of the video. And then I'm going to give my review at the end. I want to go ahead and say there's probably going to be some spoilers along the way. So if you've never seen Nefarious 2023 and you don't want to have spoilers, please pause the video, go watch Nefarious, and then come back and you can watch my review. Now, as I said, many people have said this is the best Christian movie ever made. Like, like this is top tier. So I'm really looking forward to a good experience. And I love movies. As you can see behind me, I've got my movie posters. I enjoy film. I enjoy the medium of film. I enjoy making uh, videos. So it's it's something that's uh, it's been a big part of my life. And so I'm excited to see a good Christian movie, a movie that a lot of people say is the best Christian movie that has come out uh, recently. Some say the best of all time. Now, I'm, I'm going into this very cold. I don't know much about the movie. The only things that I know, number one, is I did watch the trailer, and the trailer looks scary. I'm going to say that right away, and that's not good for me because I don't do good with scary movies. Uh, when I was eight years old, my cousin traumatized me by making me watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 and 3 back-to-back, and I didn't sleep for a week. So uh, I am not good with scary movies. But I've been told by uh, some people that it's not as scary as it looks in the trailer. So I'm coming in with a positive attitude in that regard. Something else I've been told is that it takes the idea of the screw tape letters. I know that it has to do with a demon. You see that in the trailer. And so I've been told that it's in line with the screw tape letters. The screw tape letters, of course, is by C.S. Lewis. And it's an interaction between uh, demons, screw tape and wormwood, and how they interact with each other in bringing about man's uh, dilemmas and problems and, and, and tempting them to sin. So uh, I'm interested to see how it compares to that. My wife and I read that book together a few years ago, so I'm interested to see how it compares to the screw tape letters. Uh, we're going to get right into the watching of the video. I'm going to have clips of my reactions come up, and then at the end, I'm going to do a full review, right? Okay, I just watched the film, but I want to say this before going into the film. Right away, if you have not seen the film at this point, I am going to be giving spoilers. You're going to see short clips and you're going to see me reacting to them. So if you don't want spoilers for the film, stop right now. This is a spoiler review. Just letting you know, I don't want anybody to say, hey, you, you spoiled the movie. Go watch the movie and then come back and watch the review. And here we go. Is that Soli Deo Gloria? Okay. I guess it's it's Believe Entertainment. That seems like it may have Christian... I don't know anything about any of this. I bet she's going to commit suicide. Is that what it is? Is she going to commit suicide? It's set up like a scary movie. I ain't going to lie. It's got, it's, got, it's got a scary movie look. Okay. All right. Uh, that, that, the moving of the, fi- the picture frame. That was a little scary. I said it. I said he's going to commit suicide. I knew it. Meanwhile, 
in the state of Oklahoma. Today is the scheduled day of execution for Edward Wayne Brady. And kids, all it took was just His a name is Brady? cold-blooded murders, incontrovertible evidence, a confession, a jury of his peers, and 11 years. Is it hitchhikers? <laughs> Maybe escaped inmates. I, I grew up near a prison. I grew up going down to Rayford. I've never seen that sign, but that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And right now, his entire existence is focused on one thing, convincing you he's totally insane. And therefore incapable of being executed under state law. Yeah. Why is it that we can't execute somebody if they're insane? I don't get it. I, I know there's like a rule, like if they're sick, they can't be executed. Why? They're, and, 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 and I know I'm not the first to make this observation, but why use the alcohol on the cotton swab before they put the needle in? I mean, it just, this doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. That's a problem with you, shrinks. Too smart for you. Radio, Ooh, please. Curse word. I wasn't ready for that. Brady knows. See, if it was a real Christian movie, he would have said Dern. Do you have a name? Of course I have a name. Would you like me to call you by? I I call you James. I'd prefer Dr. Martin. Of course you would. It's my title. I, uh, I work very hard to achieve it. I hate it when people demand that they be called doctor. Just, I mean, unless, uh, yeah, I mean, medical doctors, I get it. But even then, it's like, yeah. Before you leave here today, you will have committed three murders. But if I am who I say I am. Well, that would probably be very intimidating if, um, if I weren't an atheist. You ignorant sack of meat. You think your atheism will protect you. Okay, that was awesome. That was a good question. It's getting very intense. That's pretty awesome. What I understand, James, is you would have no power over me whatsoever if it hadn't already been given to you from below. Okay, that's that's the opposite of how that sentence is supposed to end. Probably just a coincidence, Jimmy. Thank you okay. for coming. Father Lewis. I'm fine with Mr. Lewis. Hello. Dr. James Martin, are you... Um... Okay, why is Father wearing no. a rainbow-colored stole? I've tried. Sadly, movies and TV have filled our heads with images that are largely metaphorical. Not meant to be taken literally. You don't consider demonic possession to be a possibility? Our understanding has evolved beyond that. Oh, boy. John Dominic Crossum has entered the chat. Won't be available. Ha! <laughs> 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 right at the time you were uh... you have my complete unfettered and irrevocable permission here i am don't do that ever that that's a bad idea this is straight up i mean even if you don't think the person's demon possessed just don't open that door that's not cool just just saying this is every horror movie you got the one guy who just like he hears the house say, get out. And he still keeps going. He's like, I think this would be a good, would be a good place for my couch. I think pink would be good on these walls. And the walls are bleeding, James. The walls are, dude. She was old, inconvenient, definitely. All those trips to the hospital, hours at her bedside, holding that wrinkly hand, telling her you love her, wears you out, doesn't it? Okay, this just went to a weird place. This just took a totally different turn, and now we're talking about a different ethical dilemma. 
Who? Okay. Uh, euthanasia. This is our new subject. Oh, I get the game now. He's not going to make him kill three people. He's going to show he's already killed three people. I bet you abortion's next. I bet you. I bet you abortion's next. My master immediately understood the long-term implications. Instead of forgiving us, the enemy was going to allow you to fill our vacant places in his realm. Okay, so this, just real quick, I just have to throw out a theological uh, consideration here. There is debate among theologians as whether or not angels existed prior to creation or angels are part of creation um, and therefore um, would be after the uh, uh, the creation of the world. So this is this is interesting. They're coming from a theological perspective that the angels existed prior to creation, that there was this divide, heaven and hell, and all that existed prior to creation. That's a specific theological nuance. Again, not arguing. I'm just saying that's that they're making a point here that I, I didn't expect. He made you in his image, but we remade you in ours. That's powerful. That's powerful. I told you before you'd leave here today, you would have committed three murders. And I told you that wasn't going to happen. Mm. He's got two more. He's going to show you two more. I don't know how, but you done killed two more people. Say, James, what's Melanie up to today? As a matter of fact, what's she up to right now? She thinks she's doing this to maintain the relationship. She'd like to have a child with you, James. Oh, oh I called not, it. Not, it's not, abortion. Not, not quite ready yet, are you? After all, you're only 35. You're not ready to be a father at 35, dude? I'm 43. And I got a 10-month-old. Grow up, James. One! Oh, no. It all hell rejoices, James! I'm going to cry. And that's two, James. Very good, James. Unfortunately for Edward, he has broken one of our rules. What, what, what are you doing? Ah, ah. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Ah. Send me to the infirmary. Our session will be over. Is that what you want, James? I, I, I want you to stop hurting yourself. Okay. Okay. Ah, ah his fingers sideways. <laughs> ah. Oh. 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 Better. I didn't expect that. Oh, it's, we just it's found Conair. that doing that clear out of this cell. He's Cyrus the Virus from Con Air. Back up! Back up! Oh, Jimmy, you're in trouble. Easy. I can feel the ripple coursing through my body. I can feel your heart throbbing through Dude, this chain. Dude, hit him in the head with... Dude, Dude Jimmy... Hit him in the head with when the nightstick, Mister. See the exact ninja kick him. The tremulous moment when the soul leaves the body. I finally accused 
Edward Wayne Brady, competent to stand execution. There's a third murder. And that's three, James. Okay, his Is fingers are red from earlier. That's that's wild. Good, good, good touch. Adding that bruised finger. All witnesses are reminded that during an execution, there must be no emotional outbursts. Are we about to see an execution? Because I didn't think we were going to actually see the execution, especially if it's an electrocution execution. I didn't. I was not ready for this. Um, I don't like this. I don't want to see this. You've been extended the privilege of walking under your own power. Should you refuse, you'll be carried. Should you resist, you'll be sprayed. Am I made clear? You would have to carry me. I just want you to know. We're moving. Dragged, picked up. I don't know. I would just, I would go boneless. I would be absolutely just like, I would be, have a lot to carry. I'm just saying. Make ready. Oh, sponge. Oh, seen that. Oh, it's Green Mile. Oh, no, it's Green Mile. I just got to pause for a second. I, I just, I, just is, is the demon immediately on death going to go into James? Because that's what I feel like is going to happen. I think the demon, I think as soon as, as soon as Edward dies, the demon's going into James. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared for any of this. Oh, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. Okay, so I've just watched the film. Here is my immediate review. Number one, I want to say, for those of you who've said this is the best Chris, best Christian movie ever made, uh, I'm not sure that I can say that, but I will say this. It's definitely top tier. It's definitely very good. Uh, it's good quality as far as the film. Looking at it, it looks Hollywood as far as the quality is concerned, special effects, things like um, scenes and stuff, it, it wasn't. It didn't seem cheesy. It didn't seem. Um, it didn't seem homemade. It seemed very well produced. The story is beat by beat, very good. Uh, stays st- keeps your attention the whole time. I didn't feel bored. I didn't feel at any point where I wanted to walk away. There were some times where I was a little uncomfortable. I talked about that in the reactions, but ultimately. Um, it, it was not something it, it wasn't, it, it, it didn't, it didn't make me think like, um, other Christian movies, which I've talked about in the past, maybe being a little cheesy, maybe being a little bad. This one didn't have the same feel. It felt more like a, uh, a, a high value, high production, uh, high quality movie. The, the acting 
was awesome. The talent, uh, especially uh, the man playing Edward, uh, did a very great job. His his acting was superb. Uh, his switching back and forth between the two characters, um, the, the, it was really well done. That part of it, I would say, absolutely top tier. And again, that that that's probably why people are saying this is the best Chris, Christian film ever made because it has some great acting. It wasn't cheesy. Now there was there were a few parts where it was like eh, it wasn't. It, it, it just there were a few parts where I would say. Um, it seemed a little stiff, a little wooden, but it was never bad. It was always really good. And when I when I say I'm not talking about uh, the man who played Edward, but some of the other characters, there were just a few wooden dialogue exchanges and things uh, with the warden and um, uh, and the psychiatrist. There was just a few times, but it, it was overall, I would say, very very good. On the other hand, uh, uh, as, as far as when people say it's the best Christi- Christian movie ever made, we have to step back and say, okay, why is this? Why do we? Why do we call this a Christian movie? We call it a Christian movie because it's overtly Christian in its themes. It deals with issues like abortion. It deals with issues like uh, assisted suicide and uh, euthanasia. It deals with those things calling them murder, saying this is something demonic and and making judgment calls on those things, which obviously carry with it very strong Christian themes, which is good. And that's why I think this movie would be good for Christians to see, understanding that it deals with these themes in a very, uh, in a, in a very strong and powerful way. And in a way that sometimes is very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable thinking about the subject of suicide than seeing someone uh, do it. And then, and then the idea of, of, of talking through an abortion while the abortion is happening and, and, and all those things. And again, like I said, these are all things that you see in the movie. So these are harsh. These are hard things to have to, to have to work through. So, uh, um, it's not something I would, I would definitely say, I wouldn't let my little children watch it, but as they get older, there's going to come a point in their life where I would have them sit down and watch it because I think it would be valuable for them at a certain age, not where they're at now. All my kids are under 10, except for my two adult children. So I would say at this point, they're not ready for this, but they may be, or they will be one day. And uh, at that point, I would definitely let them see this movie. And that brings me to the next part. The way that this movie is presented, if you watch the trailer it's almost presented as a horror movie. And when I, when I saw the trailer, I didn't want to watch it because I don't like horror movies. I don't like jump scares. I don't like walking away from a movie feeling scared. I don't like that feeling. I don't like Jason Voorhees and uh, Freddy Krueger style movies. And I, and I thought, based upon the trailer, that's what this was. But I was watching it because I was asked to. So I sat down and watched it sort of with a, with, with a little bit of trepidation. But I'm walking away from it saying that's not it. This movie is not that. If anything, I would say it's psychological thriller, theological thriller, if that is a category, that'd be maybe a better. It's not technically what you would call a horror movie. There are some parts that are unsettling, execution scene, suicide scene, things like that. But there is not a um, there's not a place in it that you would you, you, that they think jump out actually there's a few moments of jump scare but it's nothing compared to what we would call a, a horror movie so I, w- I definitely wouldn't place in that category and i th- actually think that's hurting the film because when you look it up uh like on imdb and places like that i think people who want horror see this and they're not getting what they want and people who don't want horror are not watching it so i think in one sense it's 
the trailer sort of presents it in, in a way that it's not exactly what you're going to get. And, and uh, ultimately, it is good. It, it, it's better than what I thought based upon the trailer. It's, it's a better film than what I thought. It, it's not about scaring you. It is, it is about, though, um, facing some very real issues, the differences between evil and good, and how the, the, the nature of evil is nefarious. It's subtle. It's, it seeps in. It, it's patient. That's one of the things that, that the, the demon used the word, we are patient. We, we wait, and you see that throughout the film. It, it, it's got some very powerful tones. And as I said, would I say it's the greatest Christian movie ever? I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty wide in my spectrum as what counts as Christian movies. So I would include, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis's stuff and things like that. So we start looking at the, the Narnia films and we start looking at even Tolkien and the, and, and, and those things. So I would say it's hard to compare the wide swath of what could be counted as Christian films, but certainly within the realm of Christian film, this is raising the bar. This is saying we want to have films that not only are overtly Christian and overtly have a message, but we're raising the bar on what makes a film enjoyable. And I do think ultimately it was an enjoyable film. I I did enjoy it. And I came in with very little information. I had a few people tell me a few things about the movie. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. That was helpful coming in, um, but that's where I, I, I tried to come in with as little information as I could so that I could really watch it cold. I did watch it cold, and I think that the information uh, that I got was helpful, but ultimately I'm giving you my unbiased review based upon what I saw over the last hour and 37 minutes. So with that being said, a couple things to kind of finalize. One, uh, definitely would recommend Christians watch this. Don't recommend watching it with your kids right away unless your kids are in their uh, older teenage years. They can probably handle it. Uh, I would say uh, it definitely doesn't have um, all the—I I don't agree with everything it said theologically. So if you're coming in and you take some issues with it theologically, just know that I did as well. It, according to the credits, the consultant, theological consultant on the film was a— uh, I think was Catholic based upon the name. The Reverend Father uh, usually refers to someone who's Roman Catholic. Um, I could be wrong about that, but uh, uh, it, it has some theological differences from where I stand, but nothing major, nothing that would make me say, oh, I wouldn't watch that or I wouldn't recommend that. So that's something to consider. Uh, my favorite part of the movie, absolutely, was the the uh, the mealy mouth preacher who came in, who was supposed to be the theological expert who came in, who didn't even believe in the supernatural, didn't believe in demon possession. And uh, the at first, the demon seemed afraid. Then when he found out he was not really a believer, he just like, I'm not afraid of you at all. I don't have to fear you. And that was it. It was great. I thought that part was really, really well done and made a solid point. So again, to the producers, to the director, I would say this is a great film. I would recommend this to people, and I hope people actually watch the film before they watch this review. Uh, but if you haven't, hopefully you'll still go back and watch the film. Uh, and uh, again, I want to thank you all for being a part of Conversations with a Calvinist today as I did my first film reaction and review. Now, if you like this and you want me to do more of these in the future, suggest some films. And if it's a film I've never seen, I'll do a reaction and a review if I have time. 
And so if you want to suggest something, all you have to do is go on to Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at your Calvinist and you can send me a message through Twitter or you can send me an email at uh, conversation or excuse me, Calvinist podcast at gmail.com. I want to thank you again for being a part of conversations with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Fosky and I've been your Calvinist. May God bless you.